the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Imagine you put so much effort and energy into a certain thing and that thing gets suddenly taken away from you. It's a really bad feeling if, uh, I don't know if any of you have experienced it. I've experienced it, you know, where I've put in a lot of effort, you know, a lot of energy, a lot of time and a lot of myself to a certain thing and then all of a sudden I come to find out that thing is, you know, completely dismissed. That thing no longer exists and everything I worked hard for, all the time, all the energy, all the effort I put in it, is suddenly gone in the snap of a finger. And if you've experienced this, you know it's a really discomforting feeling. It's not nice, it's not pleasant to the heart, it's not pleasant to the soul, and you sort of get discouraged from wanting to put more effort into a certain thing, again. Because then you ask yourself in the back of your mind, okay, what if it gets taken away again? What if I put in all this hard work again, all of this energy again, and, finally, and again, finally, it gets taken away? Now, imagine that to a completely different caliber. Imagine someone putting in an infinite amount of power into a certain thing. And the only person that's able to put an infinite amount of power into creating is God. He's the only one. We're limited human beings. We can't put an infinite amount of power into things. We could put, you know, uh, energy and participation in a thing to a certain extent, but we, it stops at some point because we can't. We're human beings. We're limited. Whereas God is not limited. Now, when it comes to God, God creates using his infinite amount of power. He creates each and every one of us. And imagine... God, who creates in an infinite way, which is each and every one of us, imagine when that gets taken away. Because then we have the possibility to do that. Now, what do I mean by this? I mean that when God creates, we see each other, we see God's creation in other people. Hopefully we do, right? We see God's image and likeness in other people around us, in God's creation. All of these things around us that we see took an infinite amount of power. And God obviously didn't have to do this, but he wanted to. Now, we become the people that take away from God's infinite power of creation. When Jesus talks about um, causing these little ones to sin, these little ones are who God created. It's essentially all of us. We'll just start there. It's all of us. When we treat each other to a lesser degree of our humanity, we're ripping away and we're poking at God's infinite creation. Now, where does this all begin? Because it has to stem somewhere, you know? We don't wake up and all of a sudden want to be these destructive people that want to take away from God's creation. I'm sure all of us have something in our conscience that stops us from doing that. But it starts somewhere. There's a certain root. And we see that root in this gospel today. The disciples ask a question, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? That triggers Jesus to respond to them in a really strong and harsh way. They ask, who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus says, he puts a child in their midst and says, you must become humble like this child. If you cause this child to sin, you will have a big millstone wrapped around your neck. Do you guys know what a millstone is? It's a big rock. Imagine a giant boulder being wrapped around your neck and thrown into the depth of the sea. Okay, we have to stop there because now we have to understand why is Jesus using this strong language when all the disciples asked was, who's gonna be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? 
the reason why this triggers Jesus to respond in a really strong way is because the mentality of the, of the disciples is not where it should be. Their mentality is all around their desires, what they desire. They haven't even made it to the kingdom of heaven yet. And they already think there is a hierarchy between the other disciples. They already think, and they already have this sort of sense of jealousy, this sense of wanting to be ahead of the other disciples. But Jesus stops it right then and there. And the example he uses with the millstone being wrapped around their necks and thrown into the depth of the sea, what he's doing is he's qualifying his reasoning as to why they are so wrong for thinking in that way. Because being thrown in the depth of the sea, I think Jesus here and some church fathers uh, agree with this, that that sea is a sea of desires. Where, okay, all you want to do is fulfill your desires. All you want to do is give in to what you want and not what anyone else wants. All you want to do is give in to your passions. That is us already putting that millstone around our neck and we are already in that sea. We are in that sea of desires and it gets really hard to get out of that once we're there. And I think the solution to all of this is understanding that God created us in his image and likeness. And when we forget, when we push aside other people's needs, especially our loved ones around us, when we disregard, when we dismiss the people that really need our attention and our love, we are taking away from the innocence of these children. And especially to a, another degree, when we cause them to sin, that's us taking away their innocence, and like I said, that's us putting that millstone around our necks. And the solution is to be more loving and care about God's creation around us. Each human being that God has given us as a responsibility requires our love to give to them, requires some effort, because then we show God that we appreciate his infinite knowledge and his infinite crea creation, especially to the people around us. Because when we cause those people to sin, we become like the disciples. When we cause our loved ones to sin, when we disregard them, and then we become the causes of their own sinfulness, their own vices, we only move backwards in our lives. So brothers and sisters, let us be more open. Let us open our hearts, especially to the grace of Christ and his words today in this gospel, because that is what gives us true meaning in our lives. That is what causes us to show God that we actually care that we're making an effort. Because it's one thing to say, you know, we're doing as much as we can. Anyone could say these words. But it's one thing saying it, and it's one thing applying it to our lives. Amen.